Hey guys, we've got to that point in the show where we need to start depending on listeners like you to help keep this thing going. What are we, fucking PBS? Oh yeah, you know it. I'm LeVar Burton. I wanted to be LeVar. Fuck. All right. I caught it first. Yeah, I'm hosting we... Jeopardy. <laughs> are you though? Listen guys, we, we need your help uh, to help keep the lights on as they say. Uh, we are launching our Patreon for Masters of the Cinematic Universe. Yes. Yes. And we have uh, different tiers that you can sign up for and pledge to, just like PBS. Um, you get some different real cool gifts and prizes and merch, uh, depending on the tier that you sign up for. Oh, we got all the tiers. Oh, yeah. You Back. can either be a friend yeah. of the show, a oh. friend with benefits. Ooh. We just we could start to get serious, or you could just put a ring on it already. Yeah. Ooh, damn. And if you uh, if you exceed that amount, uh, you know we'll send you some not safe for work picks if, if you want. <laughs> <laughs> it's not safe for your eyes picks in my case, but <laughs> not safe for anything right. picks. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, guys, check out uh, patreoncom motcu. Uh, take a look at well, all the different tiers that we're offering. Lots of cool. Uh, swag coming your way from stickers to t-shirts to getting to pick the film that we uh, talk about. Yeah. The yeah. tears started at a dollar. A dollar a month. Come on, what? folks. That's it? Yep. One buck to get in on that on that number one tier. And All with right. that, you even get the live chat with us anytime you want, as well as a shout out on every episode. Right. So, come on. That's less than a cup of coffee a month. Jesus, what a steal. Yeah, guys, right? check it out. Again, patreon.com slash M-O-T-C-U. And then enjoy this week's movie. Yes, welcome to Masters of the Cinematic Universe. I'm Joe. Doug's here. Eric's here. And we have our own private fanboy today on the show with us. <laughs> who that is? Oh, man. Uh, I don't know who that is. We're, we're, you have fans of oh, this yeah. show? Somehow. There's a few I of mean, them out there. It's not fucking me, so who, who's also on show? this call? That's a... That's Robert James Smith of The Cure. That's right. <laughs> Dragon all. Ugh. Smeared dick sucking lips. Like, you know, like he's really perfected that look. If you really think about it, like, you know, the smeared lipstick, like he's been, you know, going down on somebody for like, I don't know, a couple hours. Way to commit, Rob. Way to commit. It's like a uh, love song. That, that it's, a, it's 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 more like a, a a a a fascination. Was that the cure though, with the, the street? The song, love song, or whatever it is a. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. Really listen I feel to like the fucking was. cure at all. <laughs> I feel like it was like other like than Fascination Street because it's got one of the coolest fucking opening bass lines ever. Yeah. Yeah, that's that, that's not a bad I mean you got your boys don't cry, right? That's mm. the Right. What's that uh what's that Love Cat song? That's a weird one. Love Cat. <laughs> I was listening to the cure on the way home today. I forget what song though. It was a very uncurish song. It was like an orchestral piece in it. It was quite lovely. Hmm. Welcome back to Cure Talk. I'm your host. <laughs> uh we're talking all things cure. Robert Smith, lipstick. Uh Sucking dicks, you be the well, judge. Caller, you, you know, you know. I mean, great. I guess for this episode, it'd be more appropriate to me, you know, for me to just talk a lot of shit about Rush. Oh yeah, Rush. Wait, before we start, are all right? Are any of you guys Rush fans? Yes, I grew up. Joe's stupid How can ass. You not like Rush. I grew How up on Rush. Like Rush. Okay, so two against two. My my oh thank you Eric I love you wait you don't like Rush Eric I don't I'm thank you Jesus I'm indifferent to Rush I don't off the show all right yeah right it, it's been a good run guys I, I wish just, I would have known this earlier 
That's fine. This, We're gonna me me and me and Eric are gonna start a, a Star Wars show, right? Listen, this life is not for rent, okay? <laughs> oh, you're a funny guy. I appreciate the musicianship. It's very unique. I don't know. Maybe it's the vocals that get. I don't know. It's the vocals that get. It's 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 why I fucking don't like Coheed and Cambria. Like they make they're solid musicians, but. Man, that guy needs to shut the fuck up. Yeah, but Getty Lee's balls finally dropped (laughs) in the later albums. His balls dropped, so. Uh Uh-oh. What'd you say to me, Joe? I found your song. Welcome back to Cure Talk. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why. The song stuck in my head. I had to play it. But, um. What's, what's what's new with you guys? There's got to be something good going on other than the fact that we have the member of the Cure on the show today. <laughs> uh what's new? What's new? Uh I built a guitar. That's new. Really? Oh, yeah. What'd you yeah. build? So I always wanted a an SG Junior, oh, and uh-huh, I couldn't uh-huh. afford it. Oh, and then I always <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then I wanted the uh, the Junior reissue. Couldn't afford that either. Um, so I just so decided to. Dog. I mean, yeah, I have. I I don't know. I have a you couple got of Epiphone money. I know you. You got Epiphone money. Well, I've got a. I got a Les Paul Junior. That's an Epiphone. It's fine. Um, I don't know. Just I I I really there's something about it I always dug. So I got a kit, Doug? uh, from France, and uh, yeah, put it together, painted it. What's the color? Uh, shrimp pastel. Oh yeah, shrimp pastel. Shrimp pastel. Fucking I guess shrimp pastel. the best color name man. ever. <laughs> I'll send you. I'll send it to the uh, to the group. Yeah, it came out uh, cool, man. It came out yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, I dig it. it. Cool. I think I think it looks really cool. Definitely. And it has a great color name. That name shrimp. is the best color name ever. Are you get shrimp <laughs> pastel. I'm gonna paint everything that color now. <laughs> yeah. I know. Fantastic. I got a uh, a wolf uh, meaner P90. Put that in there. Sounds great. Nice. So I'm uh I'm excited. I'm happy with it. Other than that, man, just art crazy. Uh, Tom and Dan, if you're into it, grab the coloring book for charity. Oh, that um, thing is so badass. Yeah. Thank you, man. Uh, trying to raise five grand for Yellow Brick Road Foundation. I think there's like 30 or 40 left. So uh, hit up Tom and Dan and grab those. That's that's about it for me. Nice. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, nothing new with me. Same fucking shit as always. <laughs> um, the, the damn program we used to record on is not working, so we're trying this a different way. So yeah, if this fuck you, bad, Cass. Get your shit together. If this sounds bad, we paid for it, but it's not working. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, my life is pretty fucking boring, too, right now. It's... I mean, that's what happens when you get old, right? Yeah. Yes, exactly, because you can't have fun when you get old. No, it's just the weather's, right. get, the weather's getting nice, which is cold. Next weekend, I'm driving down to New York to visit my son. So I'm excited no, about that. Um, haven't seen them for a very long time. And uh, yeah, but otherwise it's just, you know, the same old shit. That's respectable. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on with you, RJ? Well, you know, live. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, man. It's like I've been buying more. actually, I actually, um, I am working on some new stuff with uh, Brian Gower of the Tone Jerks. I am uh, doing stuff for Teletalks. I've uh, been investing in a lot of uh, camera gear only recently um, that I'm pretty happy with. The results that I'm getting now that I have said pieces of gear, just, just more lighting, even though I had lighting before. Problem I had with it, it was it's just too fucking big. I yeah. need something a little more compact. So, you know, one with you know LED panels and stuff like a big ass, you know, fucking softbox. Nice, big like ass softbox. Yeah, got a got a good deal on a nice uh, camera case. It's like thirty dollars, but like it was on sale for like fourteen. Cool. Nice. Know. Oh, dude, talk to me about this. Uh this vaporwave clip that you sent because that got me inspired man like oh yeah that was i mean that's not new but that was that was a while ago yeah so i don't even remember which one i sent to the group but basically i mainly work i do everything off a fucking ipad now yeah essentially and people talk a lot of shit but you can actually accomplish quite a bit 
um, with like third party plugins and then just, you know, you know, Joe loves GarageBand, but actually GarageBand right can now. be, can be powerful if you know how to use it. Um, but also I just really, um, I, I've been having a lot of fun with it just because, uh, I also have a new synth or not new anymore, but the, it's called the Novation Circuit. It's a groove box. And I actually loaded up some samples that are all essentially synth wave based. So you know, some stool so. samples. Ooh. <laughs> Joe, are you not a fan of the uh, the eighties future well, I mean, wave stuff? I do know that Robert James Smith was very big into the eighties future wave. <laughs> <laughs> that was the that was the present wave at the time, you gotta remember. That is true. At the time it was. Yeah. But yeah, no, I just uh I really like what I'm able to do on the go. That's the best thing about it. Like I can fit my entire studio in my backpack. Nice. Like my HX stomp. I have a converter that lets me plug up to a U.S. battery bank. If I want quality guitar tones instead of like the shit ones built into like garage band, I have. Well, they're not shit. If you know how to use garage band. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool though man like that's that's the future that and like playing mortal Kombat with your friends in vietnam like that's the kind of shit that (laughs) i dreamed about yes you know what i mean because like when i when i started recording music i had a huge like rolling mixer you had Mm -hmm. to put a blank cd in there you know if you like that was it it's massive yeah yeah no it's it's pretty awesome what you can accomplish with a minimal setup um, and that's actually some of the video stuff I am working on right now, uh, just to show, um, one, how cool it is, how versatile it can be. And a uh, big thing is how like modular it can be for your specific situation. Like, I don't know if like you're a podcaster, for instance, you know, like it's, it's just a simple, like once you're plugging in a few things and you're good to go. Nice. So. Well, since we're talking about the past so much and the future so much, we're about to talk about a movie that's 12 years old about a movie that's 23 years old. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. And it's actually well, older than 12 years old. <laughs> is it? It was yeah. in 2009. Yeah, no, but they started shooting this thing in 2006. Uh, we, we only Fair talk enough. about when it comes out, not like mm, when okay. we start shooting it. We're talking about release date, Doug. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get your shit together. Yeah, no one cares about the intercourse. It's about when you come. Really? <laughs> right. And you still and you still have a spouse. <laughs> That's why he's got five fucking kids. I Doug. guess so, but I mean, yeah, I got man. four, and for me, it's about the intercourse. I'm sorry, folks. Oh man. I'll make sure that's engraved on your tombstone. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, no time for both no of us. Yes, yeah, that would be great. For me, it's about the intercourse. Oh, yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> so Period. We're going to talk about another another thing that didn't age well. The, the Weinstein Company. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> who uh, who uh, greenlit this movie called Fanboys. Yep. Uh, A box office flop. Yeah, so, dude. Like, it failed fucking hard. It didn't even make a million dollars. And the budget was, I think, nine million. Oh. Nine yeah. million? It was. Were, it took some... fucking nine. And you know what it is? I guarantee you, the reason why it was nine million is just because the cameos that they had to pay for. Yeah. That's where the fucking yes. budget went. Yes, that's where the fucking got like at least one million. Dude, everybody was in this fucking movie. Dude, fucking for real. No, I, I asked you guys. I everybody fair, I and didn't. then some. You know, you know, because you got you know our boy in there twice. Fucking oh my god! Oh, yeah. Three, three times. Three times. Honestly, you know where where okay. All I could think about was Mars Attacks when I was watching this. Oh yeah. It's like this is a a Jack Nicholson and Mars Attacks scenario. Yeah. Yeah. Because it 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 was like, wait, are they expecting us as the audience to disassociate Seth Rogen with himself? Because it was a very awkward transition. We'll get there. Yeah, Yeah, I'm gonna get this. I got all the fucking cameos in this in my written in my notes here for this movie. Nice, nice. Because there is a lot. Oh yeah. I think um, that's probably one of the one of the things that makes this film enjoyable. Yeah, is because so, you can clearly 
Like yeah. you can clearly see the passion. Like everyone just, I feel like you, you, you can genuinely feel like everyone just made an appearance because they are a fan of star Wars. I'm just wondering what James Franco was doing. Cause he should have been, like, he's the only person missing from the crew. Oh Is yeah. He a star true. Wars guy. Yeah. But I mean, it's not that it's like Rogan, Craig Robinson, Danny McBride, Jay Baruchel. Like yeah. the only person missing is, is a uh, Franco. Yeah, but I think this might have even been before their relationship with him blossomed. Again, we're going we're going back to two thousand six when this was shot. So they were all. I mean, uh, Seth Rogen knew Barishal because they're both from Canada, and yeah. you know what I mean. So I don't even know if Franco was on the scene yet with them. Yeah, maybe mm. not. Yeah, I mean, this is not the mm. end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so in in typical fashion of these type of movies um that are based around space and all kinds of shit we get an opening blast of music and a crawl and i took the uh, liberty earlier today which is when i found out that our normal recording thing wasn't working to record the crawl over the music so that i wouldn't have to say it now so without further ado here we go A short time ago in a galaxy not so far, far away. Fanboys, Episode 7, Return of the Saga. The year is 1998, and it is a period of galactic civil war. Scratch that. There's no civil war. That would be crazy. However, the past 15 years have been a dark time for Star Wars fans, but there is hope. A new Star Wars film is on the horizon. In 199 days, 3 hours, 33 minutes, and 32 seconds, the most anticipated movie of all time will be released. In a little remote state of Ohio, two best friends and lifelong Star Wars fans have drifted apart. Little do they know that on Halloween night, their paths will cross again. Ever wonder why these words are flying? Maybe aliens in another galaxy will one day read this and think, what the fuck? Sent from my iPhone. <laughs> Very good, Joe. Show with the production quality today. Right. Oh my God, good stuff. Yeah, I like that. Game. I love and the for whole fanboys of all movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I absolutely love the fact that it says "sent from my iPhone." <laughs> I know, I know. Thanks. <laughs> took for it took a while to figure out how to turn that shit off when you first got an iPhone, man. Yeah, I never had. Oh, you one. can turn that know. off. Uh... Yeah. Nothing yeah, because like it's like your automatic automatic signature. You got to know me real well to know my automatic signature. <laughs> automatic <laughs> signature. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so as uh, as that crawl ends in typical Star Wars fashion, we pan down on a house party with the the worst fucking song of all time playing. <laughs> Jumbo Wumba's tub thumping. All right, but tell me it doesn't do a great job of bringing you back. Oh, absolutely. It <laughs> oh, yeah. Does, yep. yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, people are dancing. They're drinking. They're having a good old fucking time. And then all of a sudden, the front door busts open, <laughs> and two stormtroopers come in clearing a path for Darth Vader. Um, as they walk around the party, they decide to take their helmets off, and we see uh, three of our main characters, Linus, Hutch, and Windows. Um. I'll go to the people playing them real quick. Uh, Linus is played by Chris Marquette, who uh, he's been in a lot of shit, but I only really recognize him from Barry. The, yeah, exactly. Uh, he he's it's it's a lot of bit parts. Dude, I noticed guys, the girl next door. Yeah, oh, but yeah. we're talking about like newer stuff, like lately. Well, about oh, what okay. I recognize him when I see him. I'm like, what okay. are they? Yeah. I was gonna say because like the girl next door. That's like of this era, and I, I it's similar true. feelings get brought up when. Uh, uh, talking about both of these movies, to be fair. Yeah. No, I get it. Fair. I get it. Um, to be fair. We also get uh, the other stormtroopers, Dan Fogler. You might recognize him from Balls of Fury or The Walking Dead or School from School for Scoundrels. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Come on. That's okay. where, that's where all the young those. folks know him from now. And the Goldbergs. Right. Yeah, he is the Goldbergs. Oh, too. he was in the Goldbergs? I didn't know that. Which yeah. is cool because... When I got to the end credits of this movie, I saw that Adam Goldberg was a uh, co-writer of the screenplay. Hmm, interesting. And then, of course, we get the star, Mr. Vader himself. That's Jay Baruchel. 
Um, I mean, you could recognize him from RJ's favorite movie, How to Train Your Dragon. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, another favorite of mine, She's Out of Your League. That's yeah. the movie about Doug meeting that's... Brooke Shields in the airport. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's what Doug's life is 100%. based off of. You, you might also recognize him from the hit FX show Man Seeking Woman, which yes. I fucking love. Um, also, as the aforementioned, this is the end, where it's like basically that whole crew in an apocalypse scenario. Uh, we're going to do that movie one day, I think. We yeah, I think to. we need to. I think we one need day, to. someday, but not today. And thank Jesus. And also from a movie we already previously covered, Tropic Thunder. Yeah. Mm. And a movie we're about to cover next week in Almost Famous. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. I forgot about that. Damn, so, uh, you're right. Barrichello's been in a lot of shit. Uh, I, I, I really enjoy him as an actor. He's kind of like a cool Mike Sarah. <laughs> yeah and funnier oh yeah way funnier um man seeking woman is one of those fucking shows if you haven't watched that show yes. you need to like just stop what you're doing and go watch that show i could Him not agree Andre. more joe that that show is is absolute comedy fantastic genius. yeah all right i'll be right back guys yeah tanaka 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 tanaka, tanaka, tanaka. That tanaka. And, the giant know. penis monster Old old Hitler in a wheelchair dating his ex-girlfriend. I mean, <laughs> what more can you ask for? Anyway. Oh, such a fucking great mo- oh, TV show. Um, yeah. All right. So um, as as those three come in and take their helmets off, we see the fourth member of the crew, Eric, um, kind of in shock as he's overfilling his beer from a keg and getting shit from the, the, the girl, uh, Zoe. Um, the two characters that play them are Sam Huntington, who he's not really been in too much that I recognize. Uh, Detroit Rock City was one of them, and Being Human was the other. Really. Yes, those are his two other claims to fame. Yeah, Being Human, yeah. Yep. But more importantly, Zoe. I had to do a double take. So I'm like, is that fucking Kristen Bell? Yeah. Because like, yeah, I've never seen her with Some anything but blonde hair. Very young Kristen Bell, yeah. Yeah, um, and she's been in literally everything. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much everything. The Good Place, a lot of people probably recognize her from that. Um, yep. Veronica Mars Veronica being the Mars. biggest one. Forgetting uh, Sarah Frozen, Marshall. Frozen. She was the mm-hmm. name. She was Anna in Frozen. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. And Party Down, she was in that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Heroes. Couples she in, Retreat. She even played Sarah Marshall again in Get Him to the Greek. That is a great movie. Yes, it is. Uh, that movie yeah. is so damn funny. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh, I, I really enjoyed Russell Brand. Oh, yeah. No, he... Um, I think he's a dead shit in real life. Well, he's yeah, he's a bit moron, of a pretentious little shit. I but... do, I do enjoy when he's he he makes an appearance in the film. Yeah, and, and a little bit of trivia in one of our previous episodes, um, there was a character that said "Go away, Baton," and I'm assuming he was thinking about her. <laughs> Probably, because <laughs> that is his wife. That is his wife. Side, so, side note uh, about Chris Marquette, like I forgot. He's also another classic favorite of mine, Just Friends. He plays the little brother. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> Have you yeah. seen that movie, Doug? I saw it once a long time. Yeah, Dude, right, yeah. probably when Fucking it came hilarious. out. hilarious. You guys got to watch that movie. Yeah. yeah. I'll take that one out again. Yeah. All right. So so Eric looks at her and tries to guess what her costume is and says it's something with tampons. And she says <laughs> she's Picasso's blue period. <laughs> That's I thought that was pretty genius. That was good. Uh, that was good. I'll that give was her good. credit. Yeah. yeah. Um, she looks at him and asks if he's a corporate suit and he just says he's a car salesman and he came straight from work. Yeah. Um, they, she's trying to like insinuate if he's going to have a reunion with the boys. You kind of see something's weird. Like, like he's kind of like been outcasted from them cause something happens. So there's some tension, um, you know, and then a, a running gag, uh, windows get stuck as he walks through the doorway with a little shit hanging from it. Yes. Um, now, in this episode, I don't have a ton of audio clips, but the audio clips I have are pretty girthy because mm, God, I love that I term. I don't want to cut the conversations, but we're going to right now we're going to go through a, a conversation they have in the, of them catching up. And there's a little bit of Boba, Boba Fett talking there. God, girthy. <laughs> Oh my god, you, you guys have both got to stop perpetuating this myth that Boba Fett is some kind of badass, alright, wait, he has a jetpack, so did the Rocketeer, really cool, I mean when it comes time for battle, the man's Michael Bay, all style, no substance, if you diss the Fett again, I will cornhole you with a lightsaber, Jesus, is that Butler? Hey guys, 
You got a lot of nerve showing your face around here. <laughs> Give daddy a huggy. <laughs> yeah. Stop. Oh, I hope that's just your blaster, bro. God, it's good parsex. Yeah, it's good to see you too, man. Honest? It's been like, what, so it's like a year now, right? Three. Still drawn? Oh, no, I bailed on that shit after high school. How's life in the auto trade? Still second in command of the old man? Um, you? Uh, you know, comic book stores still afloat, but the geeks aren't biking like the old days. You? Get my money together so I can start my detailing business. We'll call it Hutch Touch. That's funny, because I could have sworn that you were delivering pizza and living in your mom's garage. It's not a garage. It's a carriage house. <laughs> carriage house. Okay. How is your carriage? <laughs> so, so, you could tell, like, these guys got a rapport. Like, they've been, they know each other, like, going way back. They joke around with all kinds of fucking Star Wars everything in this. I'm I'm really I'm really happy that you brought up this clip or that you had this clip and I didn't know you were going to have it because there's actually something I want to talk about like the point that he makes about the Michael Bay thing I feel like doesn't <laughs> actually if if it were 1998 when this this movie is supposed to take place that means he's only had done three films, Bad Boys, The Rock, and potentially Armageddon might have been out because that came out in 98. And I feel like Michael Bay hadn't gotten that reputation yet of being all style, no stuff, uh, substance. Well, I mean, Bad Boys. Personally. And so I feel like, I feel like that joke works now because of when it came out. But if you were telling that, or if you were saying that shtick, Back then, it wouldn't have like really hit. Yeah, I even liked Michael Bay back then. <laughs> yeah, like everybody. I did. like this shit. The Rock was a great movie, and yeah, yeah I know Bad Boys was, was fucking dope. hilarious. Like yeah. you know, I mean, Armageddon is one of my favorite guilty pleasure movies of all time. So I, I, I get it. You so know, I didn't I, start I, hating I, him I, until Transformers. Exactly. Yeah. So you're right. I get it. He did a lot of music videos in the beginning, it looks like. I'm yes, at he it. did. Yeah, he, he did. He's done a he ton of music videos. Yep. That's how – well, you know, there was very much a – Okay, like, he did Meatloaf's Bad Out of Hell. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, he oh did. Oh, my God. So, like, that was a very much a thing back then. Like, yeah. In the early 90s, like, a lot of directors did these big production movie uh, – like, movie style or cinematic yes. – yeah. Uh, uh, music videos, and that's how they got their stuff. Like, um, Mila Yogovich's husband, he did the same thing. Yeah, what yeah. Is his name? I forget. But you're, but... but you're right. The only movies that were out then was Bad Boys, The Rock, and Armageddon. Yeah, yeah those so are I don't feel like that. Solid movies. So those are solid well, movies. So I don't feel like the the whole he's all style, no substance. Like, see, I don't when, think people when, caught on to that back then yet. When yeah. they made this movie, in between there though, we had Pearl Harbor, Bad Boys Two, mm-hmm. The Island, Transformers, Transformers Two. Oh yeah, Pearl yeah. Harbor is another guilty pleasure. I dig that movie. Uh, that movie's fucking I forgot awful. That he made I, I'm this not movie. saying it's good. I think it's awful, but it's it's one of those things. That when it's on, I'll watch it. He did make one movie I absolutely love: Pain and Gain. That movie's That's good. a good one. Yeah. That was a good one. That that kind of rede- redeemed him a little bit. Yeah. Uh, for a brief brief moment, then Transformers: Age of Extinction well, came out. And exactly. Like, oh, shit, never but mind. I mean, you yeah. can't really go wrong with the Rock and Mark Wahlberg. No, I know, but that was a very un-Bay Bay movie. Yeah. Like, and that's why it succeeded. That's why I thought it was good. Well, also the locale they used for it was really. Yes, good. Joe. We know. <laughs> <laughs> God. You know what? I was hoping to get away unscathed, but damn it. I was waiting for it. I know. Now, I'll say I, I love the Boba Fett conversation because right yes. away the movie feels authentic. Yeah, like I mean, as a, as yeah. a Star Wars fan, how many times have you had that argument with somebody? Well, well, let, let me, let's – uh, if it feels like a genuine conversation for the time because now if you look at like Star Wars fandom, it's kind of just yeah. – it's not even something I necessarily want to talk about. Cause it's, it's not that lighthearted fun that you have about talking shit about Boba Fett or whatever, you know? Um, um, one of the big really, takeaways though here is the fact that, you know, he hasn't talked to Linus in three years. Right. And I'm assuming the other ones too. I'm not sure true. if it's all of them. I thought we were, I thought the big takeaway was, uh, the Rocketeer is 
some in some people's eyes, you know, yeah. an underrated <laughs> film. It really is. Oh my God, you're one of those people. I mean, yeah, it's, it's not. It's not <laughs> underrated. So also, the, the we get the running joke of the carriage house. Yeah. The garage. Um, but uh, as as we move on, uh, Hutch is trying to look cool in the party. He gets caught in the same doorway that Windows got caught in earlier. Yeah. Um, when we get kind of like this weird little like jumping around thing, uh, Windows, which is Jay Baruchel's name. I, I don't know why it's like, so weird to call him that, but. Um, he's trying to get service, like a place to plug in his tough book. And Zoe's oh giving God, him shit so about much. it. <laughs> they start talking about his online girlfriend that uh, he met her in a Jedi chat room. And she's perfect, intelligent, cervic, and a diehard fan with connections in the Lucas camp. <laughs> mm, uh, at which please. point Linus says she also has a man package and a goatee. <laughs> <laughs> which I, I love the, I love the. The choice of oh no, she describes herself as a yeah. mix between was it Sarah Michelle Geller and who? And Janine Garofalo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yep. I like as, as he's saying it, the other guys kind of like say it with him and kind of mock him. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I love how he described himself to her: a white Billy D. Williams or white <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> I am white chocolate. <laughs> I think is what he follows up with. Yes. <laughs> um, yes he the, did. This weird little like timer thing goes off that like is a countdown timer um, right at midnight. So they say there's another day down. Uh, Linus says it's his turn and windows throws it over to him. Um, this is the official episode one countdown timer. Yes. Uh, currently mm-hmm. it's at six months, 12 days, eight hours and some change. And like yes. just just this, the whole movie being predicated on the excitement for this thing, God damn, that took me back because I was I was there like when episode one was yeah. coming out. I was a kid and I was so pumped, man! Like it was, it felt a ele- even up to the premiere, it felt fucking electric. Yeah, and then we Can saw. We, it. I thought you were just because you were feeling nostalgic because it was on a Palm Pilot. <laughs> Well, that too. That too. <laughs> a um, black and white uh, palm pilot, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I got another clip here now of the, the the next part where they're talking about wanting to see this movie, and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and just let them let them say it. I would sell my soul to see that movie right here, right now, dude. I would sell my left nut, and I only have the one nut, so. You see how serious I am? I cannot listen to this shit for another six months. Oh, shush your mouth. You know, we could see the movie. Please, not this Oh, yes, please, this again. Tell us about the rabbit George. Imagine, okay? We drive across the country in one night. We break in to the Skywalker Ranch... And steal ourselves a print. You guys have been talking about this since the fifth grade, okay? It's not going to happen. Why the hell not? Well, first of all, it's 2,000 miles away. Second of all, even if you could get there, you'd be arrested. It's been a blast, Barbara. Ready to do something hard. Nothing is impossible. So... They start talking about this uh, plan to possibly drive across country and steal the movie, <laughs> the Lucas Ranch, um, Skywalker Ranch. Which, which I always, for some reason now, because of the stupid show on History Channel, think of the Skinwalker Ranch, <laughs> <laughs> which is in Utah, and like it's where, or is it Utah or Colorado? One of those states over there, basically. And like, it's some weird alien thing where they keep finding like mutilated cows and shit. Mm, if you've never heard of this place about. it's fucking crazy it was on uh, ancient aliens and there's a whole show about it now where these people are investigating it like ra- weird radiation and shit yeah I know, I know exactly what you're talking about I feel like you see the like if you see the pictures it's it's it is it's fucking crazy. weird yeah it's insane I'm but, like that the, there's a you gotta go a long way to like really yeah <laughs> like commit to that as like a a shtick, like if it was fake well, kind like of thing. I'm like, was like they had these cows that had been drained of all their blood and there was no blood on the ground, like literally just drained of blood laying there. It It's in, and like, it happened like instantly. It's insane. Um, yeah. Just look up this place called Skinwalker Ranch. If you want to watch some weird ass shit. <laughs> 
Um, but anyways, back to this movie. <laughs> yeah. You can tell they've been talking about this forever. Um, and it's one of those things that like, it was like their childhood dream. They just never got around to doing it. Um, we get the party ends and, uh, we, we go to Bottler Motors, um, and we have kind of what looks like to be a staff meeting of people who are kind of bored, but they're watching this commercial of Big Chuck, who <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't care what else he's in. He's only going to be one character ever to me. Of course. Oh, Shooter. Yeah. Yeah. Shooter McGavin from yeah. Happy Gilmore, Christopher McDonald. Yeah. Is that on your guys' list? Not yet. Happy Gilmore? It needs to be. It should be eventually. No, we got, <laughs> we like, only had so many weeks. My, I, mean. I know. Yeah. I'm just saying it's like one of my favorite Adam Sandler films of all time. Yeah. Oh, oh combo. <laughs> Why don't you want to go to your home? Are you too good for your home? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great movie. Yes, That's one does. of those movies when it comes on, you just stop. Like you just yeah. doesn't yeah. matter where it's at in the film. Like you just watch it. Yes. Like, you just fucking watch it. Same thing with Billy Madison. Ah, that uh, one. The, that it doesn't one hold up as well. much. That one. Yeah, has no, all, all, the end speech. That one hasn't aged yeah. well. We are all now dumber for having listened to you. Yeah, that yeah. I mean that's all time. That's how I feel with Joe every week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh so um as the commercial ends, uh, which is basically him with some chicks and his cowboy hat on, yeah. everyone kind of just fake claps. Yeah. Um, a big Chuck tells Eric that slick advertising and it reminds him of a Terry Bruckheimer movie. <laughs> and then someone yells Top Gun. Yeah. Which I like how he calls him Terry Bruckheimer. <laughs> um, outside, uh, Eric walks out with another one of the salesmen and sees Hutch and Windows standing in front of like a Star Wars themed rape van. <laughs> Star Wars themed rape van. Oh. I couldn't think of how else to describe it, but like imagine a rape van with a bunch of Star Wars art on it and an R2D2 sticking on the top. Jesus Christ. I mean,. I the mean, you're not wrong, Joe, sketch. but Jesus fucking Christ, you, <laughs> you had to describe it like that. Like, if if you saw that van driving through your neighborhood, you'd get a little worried. Yeah, he's he's out of line, but he's not wrong. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I just I call him I call him as I see him. Um, but so, that van becomes a very like central character to this movie in in the same way that the Falcon does. You know, I appreciate it. I appreciate see, it. You know, you, it's funny you say that. The way the first thing that came to mind is not the Falcon, but actually whoa, 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 the whoa, Enterprise. Whoa, 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 whoa. Say it canonically correct. The yes. Falcon. It's a Falcon, sir. Yeah, it no is. Anyways, <laughs> sorry, no, no, there's no anyways. It's always Falcon that in all is, the movies. That is fact. Anyways, point <laughs> is the first thing that came to mind as far as when I think of a ship and a it being a character, it would be the Enterprise, not the Millennium Falcon. Thank you. Okay. I'm just saying. Because, you know, they, they, they like to talk a lot of shit in this movie about Trekkies, but I feel like there's actually just a lot of love there for Trek as well. Well, yeah, of course. The Trekkers. 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 Yeah. Kind of Trekkers. Derogatory. <laughs> Uh, you know what's funny though but back then that was a thing like they yes. decided to actually change their name because like trekkie became a derogatory term there's a documentary called trekkers we're, we're, we're yeah. also yes. getting a, a little ahead of ourselves here. i'm sorry i'm just passionate about this movie that's but, why you got me on baby but i i'm really like <laughs> disappointed that they tried to go all tos with the costuming they really should have like mixed in some enterprise and voyager and no Deep there's there's the data character yeah, I saw that, but he, they still were worrying all the costumes were like literally. Yeah, but they, they couldn't get the rights to anything. That's why I was all. Because like, them bitches at Viacom. Exactly. <laughs> like, what uh, are you making a Star Wars uh, love fest? Fuck you. <laughs> you can't use our shit. So, um, so Eric tells the other sales guy that he walks out with that he'll handle them. Um, Windows says, we're in the market for some used droids. <laughs> Which is a great little fucking line. Yeah. I love that part. Um Eric tells them they really need some new wheels unless they're riding, interested in riding around in the same old rusted shit bucket since 10th grade. <laughs> I love how everyone just shits on everyone in this movie. Like, they don't hold no back. Nothing. Yeah. Just, and I feel like that's that's why I identify with this film. Or, like, even, like, other films like it, like Just Friends and, as I yeah. mentioned, The Girl Next Door. It's because that's how we do it. I mean, we literally have a podcast. Well, 
three you, out you of the four of us. Like, yeah, that's how you know you're cool with somebody. Like, if you feel comfortable enough to shit on them. Yeah, or or if you feel comfortable enough to uh, mock hijack their car. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and you feel comfortable enough with them to stick a whole sausage down your throat. Oh, <laughs> wow. God, I wish I was there for that. We uh, took a hard left turn there. Oh, yeah, we did. But no, it's true, man. Like, the camaraderie, uh, it feels like this thing was approached with a lot of love, man. For yeah. Obviously for Star Wars, but, you know... <laughs> Like I said, I, I was surprised to learn that Adam Goldberg was a co-writer on it with another guy. I, I have to imagine, like, in my headcanon that they were, like, best friends growing up because it feels very authentic. It really does. Um, I love the next thing. Hutch then says, she may not look like much, but she's got it where it counts. And then he starts rubbing the titties on the artwork. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Um, to be fair he doesn't rub he caresses that's true true. (laughs) um eric's trying to figure out why they're there he asks if they want to look around the lot or drive something um and then windows like tells him hey we got to talk about linus um and eric like goes and like well he just needs to realize that people like lose touch and then immediately he's like no he's dying he has cancer yeah um everything nothing's working he's got maybe like three or four months to live um, so so here's the first time this movie made me cry. Okay? Out of, I want to say 10 or fucking 12. Wow. Uh, listen, not only am I a, a sensitive Sally, but this <laughs> this movie checked all my fucking boxes. And I watched it with my wife, and after it was done, I was like, man, I'm surprised at how hard this hit me. And she was like, really? Uh, it was a fucking movie about a guy who's dying who wants to see Star Wars. Like, if anything was going to make you cry... It, it's like the, the Star Wars nerd version of A Walk to Remember. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. And one of the main reasons why this movie took so long to be released was because Weinstein wanted that completely removed from the story. He wanted nothing to do with a guy dying of cancer. Really? I didn't think it was that kind of movie. And he had them do reshoot after reshoot after reshoot. And then... Finally, in the end, they were able to keep at least that part of it. But yeah, he wanted it completely gone. So, oh, that's crazy. that's interesting. Yep. So uh, Eric is is kind of mad that he's just now finding out, especially since they've known for months. But you know, Linus made them promise not to tell him. Uh, mm. Hutch says they've been best friends since first grade, so they figured he had the right to know and make some peace with it before he died. Um. Uh, and then Eric's like, well, how do I make peace with somebody who doesn't even want like me to know about it? Um, at which, at what point windows like say, you know, this isn't about you. It's like, right. get the fuck, get the fuck over yourself. Um, you know, at this point, uh, Chaz, who I only know him from one other thing that I recognize him from. And that's the office where he was Pam's original boyfriend. <laughs> uh, I think that's, yeah. Well, David Denman recognizes him. Yeah, from, he's a, like, he's been in a lot more stuff that you recognize. I know, that's just but, where I yeah, always the office. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. But um, yeah, he, he walks out and drops my one of my favorite lines. Holy shit! If it ain't C three penis face and R two dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, then Hutch says, "What? What? Ask what he said, you giant bastard." At which point, Chad says, <laughs> "Well played." <laughs> that made me laugh out loud, man. Yes, <laughs> that was so good. Yeah. Um, still see you drive the nerdmobile. Uh, Eric tells Chaz he's just being an idiot. Uh, Chaz says, why are they out here sticking GI Joe's up their asses? Um, but he convinced his dad to let him recut the commercial so he could suck it. Uh, he, he throws a fake punch at Eric who flinches and then gets two more princess Leia. Nanu, Nanu, <laughs> get a haircut. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, they obviously don't care much for Chaz, but. Uh, Hutch says that Linus is coming later to the carriage house and, and Eric needs to be there too as they drive off. I'm uh, glad you called it the carriage house and not the garage because I would have had it correct. <laughs> you got you to stick with, you know, you got to be canonical about yeah. it. It's not Hutch's touch yet. Not yet. Um, now we get to the carriage house, which is actually like a fun place to hang out, honestly. Um, Hutch, Windows, and Linus are playing Mario Kart, which... It just looks like fun. I don't know why he has the Chewbacca mask and he didn't get a bunch of money from a bunch of kids making fun of him. But <laughs> <laughs> this is true. 
but I guess he already had a bunch of money from just being, you know, talented. Uh, so uh, Eric knocks on the door and comes in with a vacuum, which is like what is, yeah. tells Hutch that his mom wants him to clean up or he won't get grilled cheeses for her week. <laughs> and I love his response. That's emotional blackmail and you know it. I'm going to sue you. <laughs> um, that fucking life. Imagine going back to that life where you didn't like your biggest worry was not getting a grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> I dream about that every day, man. Right. I mean, life was so much simpler back then. And it, and the carriage house does look like a badass place. Like I'm looking at yeah. the clip right now. It's like a chilling pad, like where you can hang out with your boys. Like this and the warehouse from Ninja Turtles are yeah. the two coolest places for like a teen to hang. I, I, I have to I agree. I just say like, I don't know, like maybe you guys were PlayStation kids, but it really like, like again with the nostalgia of playing fucking Mario Kart 64. Oh, yeah. It was just it was so good. Like, there's two games for co for co op: Mario sixty four, Goldeneye. Yes. Nothing else exists. And that's not true. What about the uh, that X wing? Uh, what was it? Rogue that was multiplayer. Ah, oh, fuck your multiplayer. Multiplayer. Yeah, that, that's what I'm referring to. I'm talking about like couch co op. You're there forgetting two the games. very important one: Star Fox. Ooh, Star Fox. Ooh. Star All right. Fox. I'll give you that. I'll give you that, bitch. <laughs> like my motherfucker. <laughs> so, uh, so, um, Linus looks over at Windows and is kind of pissed and asks what the hell he's doing here. Uh, Windows says it was Hutch's idea and Eric says he just came to talk and he wants to talk to him alone, at which point I'm going to play a clip of their conversation. Linus. Hey, stop walking. Linus, hold up, man. Stop. What the hell, man? I did nothing to you. Exactly. You did nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Eric Bodler graduates high school and never looks back. You bailed on our plan, Bob. What plan? To be the next big thing in comics? Come on, man. That was never going to happen. I-, I did what I had to do, dude. I grew up. I'm the only one who did. Look at you guys. You know, you can fool everybody with this cheap suit salesman of the year pitch, but I know you better than anybody, and deep down... You are one miserable son of a bitch. Miserable, huh? Yeah, miserable. Because if you ask me, miserable is wasting your life in Hutch's garage, playing video games, arguing whether or not Luke really had a thing for Leia. You know, as well as anybody, that as soon as Luke knew Leia was his sister, it was hands off. They still kiss. That was Leia kissing Luke to make Han jealous. Yeah, that was the second time. And that didn't mean the first time. The first time they're yeah. about to die. They were they not were swinging you liar. 30,000 feet. Well, you yeah. know when you're a sibling, okay? There's something innate. It doesn't matter. You There's can, no telepathy it spans between the ocean. So sick. It was it's not about to die. Sci-fi opera. Who cares about this shit, man, huh? Who cares about this? I do. I care. Are. They were siblings! They were siblings, you sick bastard! <laughs> I'm really glad you kept that part. I know. I you didn't they cut were it siblings, off. you sick bastard! I'm so happy you played that that exchange, man. Because that marks the second time that this fucking movie made me cry. And it probably because shouldn't have. you wanted Luke and Leia to hook up? That. That. <laughs> no, he's crying because I said the other day when we were recording, I was like, Leia kissed him again. Like, <laughs> she knows it this time. <laughs> no, honestly, it was the acting was better than it had any right to be between these two. Yeah. And and his response when he says, "Who cares about this shit?" and his earnest response, like pleading, is like, "I do." That hit me in a way that was a little too intense because I relate really hard to that. Well, I just like how they're having a serious conversation about their life, and they instantly go into Luke and Leia. Yeah, kissing. they can't help themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, absolutely, man. And that argument this fight too has been going on for a long time, and it'll never resolve. That's the beauty of it. Yep. I was like, "You need a new car." He's about to fucking die. He doesn't need a new car. <laughs> Let him keep that old shitty ass Escort. 
I mean, I never thought of it that way until you literally said that, John. That's just real dark. <laughs> like, he's got three to four months to live. You need a new car. For what? I mean, like, that's real dark, Joe. I, I mean, I would God get the new car it. if I was going to die in three months. I would never make the payments. Just fucking come get yeah, it. Yeah, dude. Let it, let it get fucking repoed. Like, I give a shit. Yeah. And, like, dude, you're telling him you need a car. You have a car a lot. Just give him the fucking car if you want to give him a car. You'll get that's it right, right. back. It's just like a leaner, a loner. You'll get it right back. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Go get him the loner. Oh uh, man! So now we're back at uh, Bottler Motors. It's nighttime. Eric's, uh, which I, I love the fact that the artist is named Eric, of course. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> He's sitting Aww. there drawing. All shucks. Um, Shooter McGavin walks in. <laughs> tells him him they need to talk uh he tells eric that he's the new face of the company uh big eric big eric who big eric you it's all yours kiddo the entire shebang all 15 locations eric said yes uh shooter gives him the hat and says his mom would be proud to see him wear it um he says hey you and me tanning tuesdays (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i love because he got the fake tan it's so fucking great uh he just looks like stereotypical like douche car oh he plays the in. best douches he yeah, does that, yeah he really does um can i just say what what a what a way to come from like some serious privilege i mean imagine that man's income yeah. If he does have 15 locations. Yeah. Yep. Like, I'm just like, oh, you actually could have been an artist and just lived off your daddy. Yep. Which you this reminds, that, that actually reminds me of another movie I want to do one day, which is The Goods by, uh, Buy Hard or Sell Hard or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, that's a good movie. The one with uh, Jeremy Piven. Yep. Mm. Mm. I think movie. Used Cars is better, but The Goods is also a good movie. Oh, they're both good movies. Yeah, I like right, if, we're, if we're doing car movies, I want the uh, Michael Keaton one where the the Chinese uh, factory no, Japanese, buys out the yeah. American factory. Japanese, yeah. yeah. Yes, I love Ass that. Ass on Motors. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great movie too. Yeah, I think we've well, talked about that before. We have talked about that another one. Another episode. Yeah. All right, I have a question. Why did the older brother get passed up on this. Yeah, I know. Uh, I was just thinking. I mean, the do same you thing. really got to ask that yeah, question? Yeah, that's true. He's not the brightest bulb in the back, I guess. He's kind of douchey. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but. But not the right type like, of douchey. Don't, like, don't get me wrong. Shooter McGavin was no, no, uh, no idiot. I'm just oh, no, saying. No. The man's got 15 fucking locations. <laughs> yeah. He knows a little bit about business and he knows which son might be a little more acclimated yeah, and up for the true. task. Yeah, he Listen. got pissed because, like, instead of calling himself Little Chuck, he called himself Chaz. You can't run 15 locations with the name, like, Chaz. I got a friend named Chuck. I'm going to start calling him Chaz just to fuck with him. You should. Because <laughs> uh, he's, he's, uh, old, uh, he's old, um, old school. Kind of like in his late fifties, old Trump toting uh, guy. I'm gonna start calling him Chaz just there to you fuck go. with him. Um, uh, we go next to the Hole in the Wall Comics, which I'm is the comic book store. I don't know if it's just managed by or owned by Windows. Um, it seems like he wouldn't own a business, but maybe. Yeah. Here's the big problem: why he's struggling. Did you see how much fucking floor space from the outside of yeah. that building that he fucking has for a comic book store? But remember, this is Ohio. They don't really have property values there. <laughs> I'm just saying, even then, like, that's a huge location for just strictly comics for the that's most true. part. Yeah. Like, most places that are that huge actually usually, you know, like, do collectibles and comics kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Well, he well, does I mean, have do, some collectibles. They do have a phaser yeah. gun. That's they true. Do. No, I'm sure we're going to get to that. Oh, yeah. So Hutch is, is in there trying to Jedi mind trick Zoe into taking her shirt off. Uh, mm-hmm. She's just ignoring him. Um, she, he, she says that he's been trying to do this since eighth grade and it's still not going to work. <laughs> he says it does work and then asks Windows to confirm it. But he's too busy geeking out with his girlfriend, Rogue Leader, all morning. <laughs> Nothing can uh, take him away from that. Um there's a properly placed TIE fighter that blocks us from seeing when she flashes him uh, and says she loves the, the feeling of fresh air on her naked breasts. He doesn't even look up. Uh, what a dipshit. 
I know, right? <laughs> um, Hutch is kind of shocked and pissed. What about me? <laughs> uh, we see two nerds walk in, one that's kind of like skinny with an afro and one that looks like a fat Justin Long. <laughs> yes, he does. He absolutely does. He looks like if Justin Long put a fat suit on, like they made him no. intentionally look fat. I for a, for a half a second, I thought it was like that. Like, yeah, he does look like him. Yeah. Um, um, they ask how much for the phaser gun. Uh, Hutch says, I'm sorry, Garfunkel. We don't hawk truck here. <laughs> yeah, I Dude, I got some dark fucking shit about the guy who plays Garfunkel. <laughs> Oh yeah, that guy's crazy. He he ain't really? crazy. He's not crazy anymore. <laughs> oh no, he I'll jumped off little... a fucking bridge. Oh, oh Jesus! In 2019, he was accused of uh, assaulting Paris Jackson, and oh, damn. Uh, he got into drugs and shit. And then he became a QAnon Trump supporter, and yeah, ended his life by jumping off a bridge into traffic. Oh, shit. oh my god! Uh, did he kill anybody? I don't know. Himself? I I don't know, but yeah, he he left this long rambling note on Instagram on his Instagram, wow. apologizing to Donald Trump and apologizing to QAnon and blaming drugs well, and alcohol. Happened to a nicer guy. Yeah. So he. Yep. Anyway, because uh, you know geez. I love bringing that dark shit. <laughs> Jesus Murphy. Yeah. Between so, the two of you guys. So uh, he asks, "Well, then, why do you have a phaser gun?" And Hutch says they keep it there to suss out trekkie bitches like yourselves. <laughs> and then tells them to line. get the hell off their land. Get yeah. the hell off our land. Get the hell off our land. Get the hell out of here now. Get out of here, you Kirk-loving Spock suckers. <laughs> <laughs> I love that line. Yeah. I, I, I hate that I like that because, you know, Star Trek is the, you know, much superior product. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> but and <then clears throat> I'll let it, for this movie, I'll let it go. Oh, gee, thank you. I, um, I did sit back and wonder, like, because you picked this movie and I know you like it, you know, on some level. I also uh, picked Galaxy Quest, though. We're going to do that one, too. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, a yeah. classic. Gosh, I mean, damn, Quest, that's a classic. Which is better than Star that, Trek. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I mean, but it it's at least a, a huge, like, gushing love letter to Star Trek Galaxy Quest. Yeah, this, and, and Battlestar Galactica. Somewhat. Yeah, this is very much, you know, even though... I think it's done with some, you know, uh, some love. It's fucking with Trekkies in a big way. Yeah, like, but Han Solo's a bitch. Nah, never call Han Solo a bitch. Nope. Um, I got another. This is going to be probably one of the longer clips that we play. Uh, this is where Eric comes in and it basically carries us through the scenes where they're discussing everything that's going to take place over the, this movie. It just, it just sets up this movie so well that I didn't really want to cut it out. So I'm going to go ahead and run this. If you got to take a piss, this might be the best time to do it. <laughs> hey. Hey. You guys know where a guy can pawn off a first edition Eric Butler comic? Hey. Holy cannolis. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah, that's awesome. Dude, you had six skills back then. Oh. You should have stuck with it, brother. Yeah, I would have been broken living in my parents' garage. It's a carriage house. Right, I know it is. I have something else that you guys might want to check out. Well, what have we got here? Ohio to California. Is this what I think it is? Linus laid the whole thing out in fifth grade. I just, I figure it's time for another epic journey, isn't it? What's your game plan? We storm the ranch or we die trying. Yeah. But you guys were all about this at the party. You oh, tell me. six zemas to the wind at the party. Drunk. Come on! You you even said the rogue leader has connections inside the ranch, right? Rogue leader, please, man. Windows never even met him. Her. Him. But maybe it's time that he does. Dude, this is a suicide mission, man. Why would we even try anything like this? For Linus. No. No. no? No, I'm not going. Oh, Linus, you, you, you've got to go. This is a conquest for the ages. Our name shall become legend. Spoken in hushed tones by nerds across the galaxy. And we'll get laid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, please stop that. Sorry, I was getting into that. Just don't want to go with Opie over there. 
Check this out, man. How did you get these? My life partner, rogue leader. She can break us in, man. The question you gotta ask yourself is, do you have the nutsack to go through with it? If I do this, it doesn't change anything. clip but just so much happened that it, like needed to be it was shared. important absolutely yeah um so it starts with them at the comic book store when eric comes in and he presents a comic book he had drawn back in the day and they're all you know reminiscing about how you know good he was at, at this and he should have kept with it but you know he of course went to the car business with the the rest of his family um then you know, he brings out this map that uh, Linus drew when they were kids, um, which was the plan to go to Skywalker Ranch, which I don't understand how they've had this plan since they were kids. But when did they know this movie was coming out? Um, yeah, I guess just to visit Skywalker Ranch, maybe. But you're right. It's possibly. a little a little off. Yeah, I think it's more Deus Ex Machina than anything. Um, yeah. Then they're over at the house with Linus, who's laying in bed, looking very depressed. Um, trying to get him to go and Hutch just literally for like the most uncomfortable amount of time grabs his legs and like bangs up against him. <laughs> he finally tells him to stop. Yeah, home, um, homeboy definitely chewing some scenery in this movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's he's really fucking. He's like Danny McBride light. Yeah, I yeah. was gonna say like yes. he's. Yeah, that's a good comparison. He's doing like a little Chris Farley, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. AKA, let's just go with some of the greatest chubby people to be on <laughs> film, comedic wise. And I'm gonna steal a little Ted tidbit here and there. Okay, that works. Well, no, because uh, we'll wait till we get to the one scene, but I'll point it out there too. All right, it's um, not the fr- it's not the only time he steals from Chris Farley in this film. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, Although he's overlooked John Candy. See, John Candy was subtle. Yeah. You know, right. Mm. Could use a little more candy in the performance. Uh, so they eventually talk Linus into going because they pull out blueprints of the Skywalker Ranch that uh, Windows got from his life partner, uh, Rogue Leader. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, hey, not, real quick. There's some, no way this could ever go wrong. Some Skywalker Ranch trivia to take us back to their plan from when they were kids. <clears throat> It wasn't commissioned until 96 and wasn't finished till 2002. So that whole thing was complete and utter bullshit. <laughs> oh, well. Damn it. Yeah, sorry. Damn it. Yeah. Um, we we then get them the scene where they all get into his van and they start off on their trip. Um, and there's the rules of the road, of course. I'll rush all the time. 
Don't Ugh. touch the red button and no jacking off in the van. I'm glad you let all that rush play. This and then Windows. Treat. Yeah. Windows confesses why there's rule number three. Yep, because he's Admiral Jack Barr. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know anyone with a birthday? Get them some custom art at artofericpabone.com. Want to impress your significant other on your anniversary? Skip the wilted flowers in the dirty CVS teddy bear. Commission a custom family portrait at artofericpabone.com. Maybe you're just like me and you like unique pieces of art, celebrating your favorite films, comics, and pop culture. Head to artofericpabone.com and shop till you drop. And don't forget, MOTCU listeners get special discounted pricing on all custom art. Don't pay some cookie-cutter bullshit from Hobby Lobby. I'm pretty sure child labor was involved in that painting of a cow you just had to have. Be a hero and support local art at artofericpabone.com. Thank you.